Welcome to Conversations. And now, from Los Angeles, here's your host, Mike Dowler. Thank you, Sean, and good evening from Los Angeles. It's Mike Dowler. This is Conversations Radio and Conversations episode number 41. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. On Twitter, it's super, super simple. It's at Converse Radio. We're on Instagram as well, at Conversations Radio. On Facebook, we are Conversations, the podcast. And by the way, all of our podcasts are now on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. So you can go to the iTunes store, search in the podcast category for Conversations Radio, and voila, there we are. Of course, the website is going to be conversationspod.wixsite.com slash conversations. A great evening here in Southern California. I've got a returning guest who is co-hosting for the first time, and I've got a guest from Elf, Ontario. I know I messed that up, but we'll talk to her in a second. I want to thank our guest from last week, actress, dancer, singer, influencer, Mila Brenner. That podcast is online, episode number 40. Go ahead and check that out. Great podcast. And uh, more podcasts coming up tonight. We've got a stellar show and uh, my returning guest is actually a guest co-host. It's her first time as a co-host here at Conversations Radio. I'm very, very excited about this. She is uh, an actress. She's a singer and a phenomenal drummer as well. Uh, you're going to see her in 2020 in Jungle Cruise. Jungle Cruise based on the Disneyland ride. So look for that in 2020 with Emily Blunt and Dwayne Johnson. Very, very excited. Want to say hello from Atlanta, Georgia. Simone Lockhart. Zen Simone, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well. What's going on, kiddo? Uh, nothing much. I just hit 20,000 followers on um, Instagram, so that's super exciting. People love your drumming. Oh, yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, you're just amazing. You were on with us in, uh, I think, January. Yeah, January. Yes. And yes, with Abby, Abby uh, Donnelly from, uh, the, yeah. from from Just That Magic. So glad to have you back. This is your first time as a co-host. Congratulations. Welcome to the club. Now you have all the benefits that the host has. Anytime you want to have a guest on the show, you just let me know and we set that up. And you're awesome. on as well. So yeah. So glad to have you on. On the acting front, what's going on? Anything exciting? Um, I mean, just like the basics, you know, auditions here and there. But I do have some exciting news with drumming. Oh, tell us. So I am now endorsed by two companies, soon to be three. Um, this is Peisty, which is a simple company. Yes, and yes. And Humesenberg, which is a uh, like drum case company. Wow, phenomenal. And can you mention yeah. the third? Or you want to wait on the third? The third is will be announced soon. Okay, we'll look for that. And when you do, let me know. I'll go ahead and post that. Well, congratulations. Yeah. I'm glad that you're getting, you. you're getting noticed. And you're, I know you're gigging. A couple nights ago, I, I called, and you were just coming home. Now, do you pack up your drum kit and bring it with you, or do you have another kit where you go to play? I have a house kit, yes. So I'm with the School of Rock house band, right? right. And so um, I use the School of Rock's kit, and then I normally take my own cymbals. 
Okay. And as we call them, our own breakables, which means like the cymbals, uh, my own snare. Sometimes I'll bring my bass pedal, all that jazz. Those are the hardware, basically. Kind of, yes. Okay. And you've got a you've got a stellar uh, kit, by the way. Oh yeah, um, thank you. And it's I mean it's just amazing. The um again two kick basses, some phenomenal cymbals, and really a nice set. Have you broke a drum head yet? I actually have not. That actually shocks most people, but <laughs> I have broken a lot of sticks. Yeah, it happens. Yeah. A lot of sticks. Yeah. Well, you sure, I'm sure you have a ton of sticks in the house, so you always oh, got yeah. you always got a, a standby, which is good. I'm always not, ready. And I know you're looking forward to 2020. Of course, Jungle Cruise, the movie, is coming out, and you're in that. Yeah. How exciting! And I know that you've got that basically counted down to the minute. So uh, we're all waiting with uh, bated breath to see you in that uh, that movie, and it sounds uh, phenomenal. Um, yes. And really, the ride is uh, phenomenal as well. I mean, it's it's just a, a staple. When you go to Disneyland or Disney World, you always ride the Jungle Cruise. Some folks think it's hokey, but I don't. I don't think it's hokey at all. I think it's a lot of fun, and they're funny. Oh and, yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and they if shoot. I may, it comes out in four hundred and seventy-seven days. 52 minutes and six seconds. Wow. There you go. <laughs> six seconds. Down to the T. Down to the T, yes. I'm sure you'll be posting more as we get closer. And that's going to, by the way, creep up before you know it. I mean, we're already in April, which oh, yeah. is uh, phenomenal. Uh, go Atlanta Braves, by the way. Oh, yes. Hope they're doing good. Yes. Good. My daughters are doing so-so, so a lot of baseball. And let's go ahead and dive into this because a great show tonight. I'm so excited about this guest. I had had this scheduled a week previously. Unfortunately, I had the flu, so I had to move things up. Our guest stuck it out and stuck with me, and I appreciate that. Another guest from Canada. I <laughs> get more Canadian guests on here. It's wonderful. My guest tonight is going to be Maddie Bridges, or Madison Bridges, Maddie for short. Maddie is an actress, a dancer, and a singer. She's also kind of an influencer as well because she's got a new song out called Walk the Walk, which uh, really has some tones of anti-bullying i want to say and we'll talk about that later i've got that song carded up and we'll go ahead and play that um, maddie has been seen in a number of things if she's been on the been on the hallmark channel uh in love you like christmas she's also been in flatliners with ellen page i just saw that that the other night simone and it's amazing wow. um yeah a lot that of fun sounds awesome yeah it was really good great cast maddie is a very important part of that movie She's also involved in a show called Big Top Academy, and Cirque du Soleil is involved in that as well, and that airs in, I believe, Canada and Latin America. This woman is a phenomenal dancer, been dancing since she was two. She's won multiple awards. She's won Joey Awards for her acting, as well as YEA Awards and YAAs. She is uh, the real deal. I want to say hello from Guelph, Ontario, or Elf, I'm going to get it wrong, I know. But hello to Maddie Bridges. Maddie, how are you? Good, how are you? Now, did I say it right? Is it Gelf or is it Elf? It's kind of like you're saying a W, like it's Guelph. Guelph. you're really close. <laughs> Guelph. Guelph. Got it. Okay. There's actually, there if, you, you if you go to Google and Google it, it'll actually pronounce it for you. And I still yeah. couldn't get it right. So Guelph. Got that. Simone, you better practice saying that name as well. The city. Oh, yes. And that's in Ontario. So tell us about Guelph. Well, um, definitely it's uh, not like a huge city, 
but it definitely gets larger and larger. Uh, there's a lot of buildings, <laughs> a lot of houses, <laughs> lots of roads. Yeah. But it's just like a normal little city. I understand. I read some background on your city, and basically, from what I understand, Guelph was the first city in North America to get a cable TV system. Did you know that? That is right. Wow. Wow. Thank you for that. We appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> Back in the day, probably before your time. Probably. <laughs> so I'm, I'm imagining cable TV and, and broadband and stuff very, very efficient there. I mean, it would have to be. Right. Okay, great. Right. And uh, you, uh, again, are an actress, but primarily a dancer, really. Uh, you've been dancing. Uh, when did you start dancing? Like two? Oh, man. Uh, well, like when I like literally did my first dance class, I was like 18 months, nor do I even remember that. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I've been dancing as long as I can remember. And then like I just started acting maybe when I was like seven, six years old. Okay. And so on yeah so the dancing definitely came first oh yes definitely simone you're a dancer too right uh way back when yeah okay yeah i i see that entertainers kind of they have that same trajectory where they it's, it's acting singing modeling and all that uh, mm -hmm. for you maddie again this the dancing definitely came first oh yes yeah so that's kind of like your artistic foundation so to say. yes definitely acting came next what was your first acting gig? Oh, I love saying this. I love saying this to everyone because it's like such like an old thing that no one really remembers. But it was such a fun like opportunity when I was so young. But my first ever like acting job I ever did was a Polly Pocket commercial. Wow. And like we, you never see those anymore. So it's so fun when I get to remember those that day when I actually got that commercial. I'm not sure what that is. What a Polly Pocket is. <laughs> It's like that little tiny doll that's like really, really small, and it has like the little rubber clothing that you used to put on. <laughs> it's like, like miniature Barbie dolls, but instead of like f fabric clothing, it's like plastic and like yeah. glycerin kind of weird contraption. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> so this was the thing you got to do a commercial for. Yeah, exactly. Now, did you get to keep one for yourself? Well, unfortunately, not. Oh. But. <laughs> It was still such a really fun opportunity. I got to do it with a couple of other, other young kids, sorry, and it was just really, really fun. So that's where it all began for you. And uh, did mm -hmm. you have any idea you'd be still doing it years later? Honestly, it's like I was just like just starting. So, of course, like I had no idea what path I was honestly going to take at that point. Like I knew that I was a person because by then I was already doing competitive dancing. So I'm like. I'm always at the dance studio, but I also like doing acting, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. But from there on, I still loved doing it, so I just kept going and going, and then all of a sudden, I'm getting, like, of course, flatliners and all those other stuff, and I'm really enjoying it. So, yeah. Flatliners, by the way, was a phenomenal movie. Again, this is a remake of the original. Mm -hmm, um, right. It came out in 2017, and you play Tessa, who's the sister of Courtney, played by Ellen Page. What a wonderful experience for you. Um, Simone, mm -hmm. you haven't seen it yet, right? I have not. Okay, so um, it's a, it's a must-see. It's a little edgy. There's some language and other things that maybe maybe partially um, edgy, but for the most part, it's a great story. It's a thriller mm -hmm. for sure. 
and um, your part as Tessa, such an important part of the story. Right. Maddie, and I mean, what ex- how long was that shoot for you? Wow. Um, well, for my part, like, I didn't have to, like, stay on set for a long time. It was, like, say, a couple days during the week, so I didn't have to, like, have an on-set tutor. But um, definitely, it was such an amazing experience, honestly, because, like, sometimes we did, for one scene, we did a night shoot, so I had to, like, sleep all day and then, like, go there at, like, I think 8 o'clock at night. And then shoot all night until like 7 a.m. in the morning. I don't think 7 a.m., but somewhere around that until like the next morning. It was such a cool experience shooting with all of these people. And honestly, I was the only kid on set. So it was a little strange. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, it was such an amazing opportunity doing that. How much fun. And where did you guys shoot that? Um, so it came out in 2017. So we did it around like two, uh, 2016, sorry. Like it was like a year before how we had to make it and everything. And then it came out and then like we had the little premiere party in LA and yeah. Now was that shot in Canada? Yes. It was uh, actually shot in Toronto. How fun. A lot of shooting up there. A lot of filming. Yes. A lot. A lot. Of course, um, you're familiar with the Umbrella Academy, and I think that was filmed in um, in uh, both Hamilton and Toronto, mm-hmm. and they just got yeah. greenlighted for um, uh, season two, which is phenomenal. Oh, that's good. So most of the work awesome. most of the work you're doing is uh, in Canada, then. Uh, yes, mostly. Yeah. Well, yes, yes, yes. Actually, right. Yes, all in Canada. After you did Flatliners, when when you saw yourself on the screen, what was your reaction? Uh, well, honestly, like, after I did, like, the Polly Pocket commercial, I never really saw the commercial, like, a lot. Like, I've seen it, like, once or twice, and I was really happy. But then watching Flatliners for, like, the very first time was so much fun, honestly. Because we had the premiere party a little bit late. So what was actually fun was my friend surprised me at, like, the movie theaters, and we all watched the movie together. And it was such a fun time, and, like, just watching it, just seeing how much work just got put into that movie. And then it just felt so good watching the entire thing that's put together. And it honestly looked really good to me. <laughs> was was that your first feature film you did? Yes. So what was your preparation? Because obviously, um, you know, a Polly Pocket commercial versus um, uh, Flatliners, a lot different. <laughs> yes. So what was your um, prep? Uh, well... Definitely, like, of course, I was so shocked that I even got the part because, like, as people say, you do a million, you can do a million auditions, but you can only get maybe none or even one. Yes. So definitely getting ready for this. I just, like, because we got the entire script. Like, once you got the part, you got, like, the entire script of, like, the entire movie. So what I did was actually I read through the entire um, script and just got a feel for what kind of, like, theme or mood they're going for in the movie and you could really tell that they were going for like you could say that very dark scary mood and that like Tessa's just this crazy person at the moment right but like because in the movie it was a struggle from going like this really happy little girl to this very creepy little girl so definitely it was hard but um I really liked it because it was a challenge at my age so, yeah, I had a really fun time with it, but I just, like, read over the script, and then, like, 
I also watched some scary movies that was kind of like Flatliners, but like a lot less. But like still, I had that like scary um, character that I was supposed to play. And then it really gave me like a good mindset for what I wanted to do for Tessa. And yeah. <laughs> you you really thought this out. You went into the plan, which is fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> and that's and the script is the script is very very wordy. Uh, I mean, the scenes are very very um, unique. Again, a lot of dialogue. So you the yeah. fact that you read you read through that whole script that's that's amazing. That's something that could take um, take a while. I mean, to uh, really understand. Mm-hmm. That's it. dedication. Yeah, <laughs> Simone, you did um, you've done movie work as well, and you've done commercials and stuff. You're kind of in the same wheelhouse here. You understand the preparation and what's your motivation and whatnot, how important that oh, is. Yeah. And you and Simone did a Chuck E. Cheese commercial, which is oh. phenomenal. I mean that that's exciting. So is it, is yeah. it kind of, Simone? Is it like you're kind of sitting in, in you know in the living room and also say, "Hey, mom, my commercial's on." Everyone comes yeah. running in. You know, is it like it, that? Or? I mean, like. I don't watch too much TV, but like when like one of my commercials comes on, we're like, "Oh my gosh, look at this! Let's Instagram story this." <laughs> I work with but, a lot of I work with a lot of actors and and behind the scenes folks that were at Universal Studios, and and a lot of them are some of their commercials are still playing. They were done like four years ago, and they're still they're, they're still airing. It's amazing. I mean, the longevity of uh, some of these commercials they bring them back, and it's like you know, it's like isn't this done? And then it's no, they bring it back, and there you have. So, but uh, for you. Simone, obviously, you've done, you did uh, Jungle Cruise. You as well, you had to audition. Yours is a self-tape, right? Um, it was a, uh, it was a self-tape, yes. But then I did, uh, I think I taped for it again. And then, excuse me, I then I did two producer callbacks. callbacks. And actually, funny story, the second one, my arm was broken. Oh, and so, um, but it's, it's okay. I only had the cast on for like three weeks. Oh, so wow. I walk in, the director sees the cast and they're, and he's just like, uh, like <laughs> that, that, what, what, what happened? What happened? And so the casting director was like, it's okay. It's off in three weeks. Like everybody calm down. So it was all fine. You should have created like a real, like dramatic story behind the broken <laughs> arm, you know? It was a very funny, dramatic story behind did, it. Well, how did you break it? I forgot. Not playing drums, obviously. No. Okay. Um, I did a stunt camp. That's right. Um, yeah. You and told me the story. So, you did. Yeah, the stunt camp. Yeah. But refresh your memory. What You did some stunt. You did something wrong, and it went really bad. Yeah, I'm, I'm a clumsy person, so <laughs> clumsy plus stunts doesn't really go well together. Um, so yeah, but you recovered and you got the part and yes. Maddie, when you auditioned, do you, do you, do you enjoy doing self tapes? Or would you rather go in in person and audition? Um, well, I honestly have to say, I really like going in for the audition because when I do my self tapes, my mother can be very overwhelming. Oh, <laughs> you could say, okay. but I definitely love doing self tapes anyways. Cause actually my mom really helps me when I do my self tapes. Cause she pushes me to be my best, but definitely, I would definitely prefer going into my doing to doing uh, the audition. Sorry. And just being right there in the moment. Cause you got to wonder with a self tape is always that thought in the back of your mind. It's like, are they even going to look at this? Because they, yes, they don't always, definitely. They don't always get back to you, right? 
Mm-hmm. But uh, again, you you scored on this. I mean, that was a, a, a huge movie. Um, and um, good job, good job. Thank you. Yes. So again, it'll be around forever. And right now it's on Stars. <laughs> I don't know if you guys get Stars in Canada, but we get Stars here, and it's on their you know their live their in demand. So yeah, check that out. It's uh, a good movie. Let me go ahead and stop down just one second here. This is Conversations episode number 41. Our guest is Madison Bridges. Do you like Madison or do you like Maddie? Um, either one is fine, but okay. I usually be called uh sorry, I'm usually called Maddie. You sound Irish. I'd be called Maddie. Yes, yeah, so it's <laughs> Maddie Bridges is our guest, and our co-host is Zen Simone, Simone Lockhart. Glad to have you guys on here. Again, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. All of our podcasts are now on iTunes, so you can go there and download those. They're also on the website. Podbean is still around as well, conversationsradio.podbean.com. And uh, we've been very lucky to get some phenomenal guests like our one tonight, Maddie Bridges from Guelph, Ontario. Did I say that right, Guelph? Yep, perfect. I got it. There you go. Um, you did uh, some stuff for Hallmark. You did uh, Love You Like Christmas. I saw that, yes. and it was a great movie. made me tear up a little bit. Tell me about how'd you how'd you get that one? Uh, well, that was uh, a going in audition, so I uh, did not do a self tape for that. But yeah, just auditioned for it, and I think I did uh, that twice. And yeah, it was just actually a really fun audition to do. Like they gave really good feedback, and like we were all just smiling and laughing to the audition. And then I think a couple weeks later, I realized I got it. Wow. So you had one call back, and then you waited two weeks, and you booked it. That was a great movie. It was really good. The Hallmark films are fantastic. They really mm-hmm. are. I mean, they always got some, a very important story. What was the storyline on that, again, for folks that haven't seen it? So um, for people who haven't seen it, like, the story is that – so this lady, or Maddie, actually, the person um, in the movie – her name was Bonnie Somerville, but uh, she played Maddie, which was really confusing on set, honestly. Yeah. So <laughs> um, I was just called Joe on set because Maddie and Joe had to be separated. But um, So Maddie uh, get, has a client, and she works in New York, and she's totally different from where she's about to end up. So she's driving and lands in the town where I, uh, me and my father live. And then, like, lo and behold, like a long time ago, I don't have a mother anymore. And soon, um, Maddie and my dad fall in love and, like, start going on. But then Maddie also has a life back in New York. So she's debating whether to stay with us or go back to New York. So then it becomes this whole confrontation and, like, but I still actually love the movie because there's a whole story about family and commitment and love and just being happy and just Christmas. (laughs) So it's really, really fun. So that's definitely like the storyline, how it shows that like everyone will stick together and it's just like what family can bring. And like, it's just a really nice storyline if you like really think about it. And and it's a yeah. family, it's a family film as well. Right. You know, a lot milder than, than uh, Flatliners for sure. And it's something yeah. the whole family gets to sit down and, and watch together. And, uh, and that's phenomenal. And those are great, uh, great films as well. Mm-hmm. Simone, of course, uh, you've done commercials. You've done the movie, obviously. So you know the struggle about going into audition and callbacks and waiting. And But you seem to get through it pretty good. Yes, I go through, like, 
it's I wouldn't call it a method, but like I submit and forget. Like I, I submit something and it might have been like the super great audition, but like I like if you ask me the next day what I did yesterday for that audition, I can't remember. It's like, what what was the thing that you did yesterday for the audition? I did an audition yesterday. What I, I don't remember that. Um, so I like, I'll remember it. I like, I'll uh, learn all my lines. Like, um, and then I'll do like do the audition. I'll submit it, and then it's completely wiped from my brain, unless I get a call back. And then I'm like, oh yeah, I did that, didn't I? And um, then like I'll actually, you know, not like actually be interested but like i'll start remembering it more because like oh hey they noticed me right you know? and i, I guess so, auditions yeah. it gets to be kind of routine as well yeah because it's all kind of the process and uh of course in reality we'd all love the book every single audition we do would be fantastic but that doesn't always happen um and right. as maddie mentioned as well you can go out on 100 auditions and maybe book one or two uh, role so it's that's out there and it's good that that's um on your you know that you you understand that from the get-go oh yeah so you're, but it's but when you obviously when you book that's that's amazing yeah i mean yeah. if it were easy everybody would do it right mm-hmm. yeah not everyone can act not yeah. everyone can not everyone can sing and not everyone can dance and uh i can't dance for sure <laughs> singing <laughs> Singing well, maybe, but uh, I want to talk about your dancing because, Maddie, you are a phenomenal. I saw a couple of your videos, and, and man, you are just, number one, you're very limber, um, but uh, your primary focus is ballet. Uh, mostly, that's like my like background. like That's my foundation for everything, but probably the most thing you would see me like most enjoying myself is probably doing like jazz or lyrical, but yes, ballet is definitely like my technical foundation and every time I dance, I always want want to go and back and do my ballet. Yeah. You have no free time. You are no. dancing, <laughs> dancing all week long. I understand. Uh, yeah. So, uh, well also my high school is a performing arts high school. So I also dance at school as well as my studio. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so how many hours a week do you think you're, you're dancing roughly? Oh man, um, if you uh, had to guess, probably around maybe thirty-six, maybe forty hours a week. Holy cow! So it's like yeah. a work, it's like a work week for you, right? But she also, is. it has increased because now we're getting closer to like where we're getting ready for competition. So it has increased a little bit, but usually it's around thirty-six, forty normally. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. And and again, you act. You sing, you dance, and I've got to think that your dancing and acting ability helped you score your role as April on Big Top Academy. Yes. <laughs> now, this show, again, this airs in Canada and also in Latin America. Mm-hmm. Obviously, when you heard about this opportunity, you must have just flipped out because it's right down your alley. And, of course, Cirque du Soleil is their phenomenal shows to go see. Just amazing. So tell me about this. How did you get the role as April? What was that process? Oh, man. Okay. So this is going to be a little bit of a story. So and We're all ears. Um, uh, well, it actually 
the auditioning process. So on set, I was called like the OG because um, the auditioning process took about maybe two, three years. Wow. There wow. were a lot of kids. And like two of us were like one of the like first people to actually audition for the show, like in the beginning. So I was one of those people, the OGs. <laughs> but um, like when I first heard about this project, I was so excited because, again, like like you said, Search of Soul late performances are amazing. So I got so excited. So, like, when I was getting prepared for this audition, my mom signed me up for, like, some circus privates with, like, uh, a circus coach. And I would go, like, once a week and, like, just, like, get the basic skills because after, like, we had some acting auditions, but then they chose a few kids and brought them to, a like, a circus facility to watch us act in person, right. but also show them some skills. So thankfully, um, I did those uh, privates with the circus coach, and it really helped me during that. And then it was like a couple years, and like we heard, like over through that time, I did a couple self tapes for uh, Big Top Academy through that time. But it never really was like a dominant project right then, because like at one point they weren't gonna do the project because they didn't have enough funding but then all of a sudden like a couple like months later they do have the funding now and like then it started getting really rolling and then it also got went back down again but then uh, I kept doing the circus because I actually found out that I do enjoy it a lot so then uh, I just kept doing that did a couple more self-tapes again for it and then realized that I got April so that wow. was really, really fun when I actually found out that I finally did. And then, like, that's when I had to move to Montreal for a year and do a bunch of training there. And that's how I got April. How involved was Cirque du Soleil in the production? Um, Actually, they were really involved. Like, we had the three coaches from Cirque du Soleil come and like stay they were with us 24 7 in montreal for the year we would do like a cup like at first we do like uh we just started off just by training every day of every week we just start training we didn't film anything they just wanted to get us into the mode of training like real circus artists on Cirque du Soleil right so we would just be training tumbling they'd get us up on the silks the trapeze the hoop everything and like doing lots of tumbling Jeez. and like yeah they were really involved but also we had um a bunch of people like the producers sometimes or even like the director of like Cirque du Soleil they'll come down and like say hi and like it's so nice to meet you and what you're doing is so cool we're so excited to be a part of this and like it was really cool to meet them and it was just really fun and every every episode's got a storyline as well Yes. So you're doing all this circus stuff and dancing, and you're also um, there's a script involved. So yes. So what is that dynamic like? Because that's that's like double preparation. Yeah. So usually uh, you'll get like a little breakdown. So it's like a little uh, tiny little pieces of paper all stapled together with the lines on them for the day for the next day. Which uh, so we'll get them like after training. So we'll get them before they get us in the car and then they take us back to our apartment. And then you memorize those lines overnight. And then the next day is when you would um, 
film all those scenes that uh, were on those little pages that night. So you have to make sure you memorize all of those lines for the next day. Wow. Because all of those lines will be in all the scenes that you're in for that specific day. Sure. So you get like a new script every single uh, night. This was a lot of work for you. Yes. <laughs> and this went on for one year. Uh, around, uh, probably you could say around maybe 14 months. So a year and a little bit. I want to say 56 episodes. Is that correct? Uh, 52. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. That is amazing. And, and obviously you were the character April. So what was April's demeanor? What was her, her story? So April is like me. She does come from a dance background and she is definitely one of those people that are a perfectionist. She has to be perfect. She has to be the best. And definitely I can see April a little bit in me because I am a bit of a perfectionist. But April, she didn't have a lot of friends back at her um, where she did ballet. And that's all she knew. She All she knew is that she had to be perfect. And people were mean to her at her ballet school. So then when she found the circus, she realized that you don't have to be perfect all the time. You don't have to be proper all the time, even though she still is a lot of the time. But she really made friends at Big Top Academy, and she actually found her real family. And actually, during the show, you're going to see April go through a lot of tough times through the show. I'm not going to say a lot in case people are still watching. Okay. Uh, but a lot of things go through her life and some other kids' lives in the show that affect April. And yeah, that's really her story that she just wanted to find what she really loved and what her passion was, even still doing dance, which she still knew and she loved. This is really cool. I hope they air this, air this in the States because it's, uh, it's, it sounds fantastic. I saw a few clips here and there, but uh, it's something I think everybody really enjoy. And did you do all your, all your own stunts and stuff? Well, um, for me, I did everything on the show. I had no stunt doubles, but they did bring some doubles in just in case. But most of us, like, actually, no, all of us did our own stunts. Wow. And obviously, there's mm-hmm. blocking as well. I mean, that's a, that's a, that's a huge production. Yes. <laughs> so, obviously, you guys were on a, were on a big soundstage somewhere. Uh, not exactly. Oh, <laughs> We actually just had like our own building and they actually built our set inside wow. this building. How it was fun. Really cool. How fun. Was it like totally top secret kind of a thing? You could say that we yeah. had like our own little, I'm not going to say the, where the building is, but I no, know there not. is a building, but it's like a little secret location. <laughs> See, there you go. That's, that's, that, that sounds so stellar. Wonderful <laughs> for you. And Simone, you've done circus stuff or no? No. Other, no. other, other than the stunt, the stunt school, that was the stunt uh, class. Yeah. No, I yeah, I tried doing stunts and that didn't work out. So anything that can um, end up in me breaking something isn't very good for my drum life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's kind of hard to play drums with one hand. Yeah, it's, although it's, it's been done. But, hard yeah. to play drums without you know four limbs. <laughs> Exactly. So. And you, you play so well, so yeah, don't rock the boat for sure. Oh, yeah. I want to fast forward just a bit and remind folks that Maddie is all over social media. You can find her there. Um, as well, you have a song out called mm-hmm. Walk the Walk. 
and that is yeah. available everywhere online. Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on, I want to say Amazon as well. I think so. I'm I not saw, positive. I, I know it's, it's on Spotify, um, iTunes, YouTube, and a bunch of other sites there too. So <laughs> tell us about Walk the Walk. Well, um, when you hear the song, you can definitely hear the words that I'm saying, like saying how like people treated me wrong. So when I was in school, um, I was uh, unfortunately bullied, which was not fun. And uh, through my words, you'll hear me say that I never wanted to talk about it. I never told anyone. It took me, it took a lot of courage just to tell my parents about it. And that mostly what my song is about is that I finally got up the courage to actually speak out about this because it's not right. right. Like maybe the person who was bullying me was getting stressed about it and they took their stress out on me. But what I'm saying is there's probably a million more people who actually are being bullied and they're so afraid to say it. They're so afraid to just go out there and just stop it. So my video, I like, I just want to put out there that you are okay to like say that you're being bullied. You should be brave enough to tell your bully off. And like, you'll see in my video that, um, me, yeah. <laughs> I stand up to my bully by showing her that I'm not going to put up with what you're giving me. I'm going to be me and I don't care what anybody else thinks and that I'm going to be including to everyone here in this entire school while you talk in the video at the school and that in the end of that video, you see that like I go up to the bully and I give her a look and I said, you want to dance? <laughs> and finally, we're all... At the end of the video, we're all one group and we're all together in this. And like, it just felt really good just to put that message out that you shouldn't be afraid to be yourself. You shouldn't be afraid to speak out if you are being bullied. And it was really nice to get my message out. That's my story on how I got bullied in school. And you and mentioned, like, you mentioned yeah. about reaching out and speaking out. Please, folks. If, if you see any kind of, you know, any kind of, you know, hint of your, your child or, or your youth being bullied or if you're being bullied yourself, uh, reach out and talk to somebody for sure. Um, mm -hmm. Because if you're being bullied, it's nothing you're doing wrong. So you're not going to get exactly. in trouble. And kids that are bullied don't want to stress anybody out and they won't go to anybody about it because they don't want to be a burden. Exactly. But please do that. Reach out. Want to play this song? This is Walk the Walk. This is Maddie Bridges on Conversations Radio. Too many haters on the microphone Too many people saying Girl, you'll never make it on your own So I turn my back on all that jealous talk They say fake it till you make it But you know I'll walk the walk you know I walk the walk. You know it. Who will believe in your way? If you won't believe in yourself, you've got to see your own way. You've got to keep on fighting. 
take me down I was the one who kept it all inside and never made a sound Now I'm the one who's never looking back Ain't gonna let nobody get to me or throw me off my track Can't throw me off my track Maddie Bridges with Walk the Walk on Conversations Radio. Maddie, phenomenal song. Thank you. Um, and did you write that? <laughs> oh, bravo. Did you write that song yourself? Uh, I did. Uh, I co-wrote it, yeah. Okay, great. Your voice is phenomenal. Oh, thank you. Now, have, you t- have, you taken, have you taken singing lessons? Uh, I took a couple vocal lessons, yeah. Very, very good. I like your range. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a very hard range to sing out. And uh, wow, if you ever need a drummer, you know where to, you know to call Simone. Yep. Because she'll <laughs> she'll hook you up for sure. Wow, yeah. really, really good. And folks, please go out and buy this song. It's out there, and um, and uh, we'll. Uh, I look forward to seeing this thing. It's amazing. Good job. Touche, <laughs> touche. Um, yeah. We are almost out of time here. We have actually gone over by a few minutes. But I know you guys yeah. won't mind that. We're good. Um, Simone, what's up for you next? Obviously, you're drumming like crazy. You're playing everywhere with School of Rock oh, Band. Yeah. And uh, what's uh, up for you? Obviously, the, the endorsements, phenomenal. I see more doors opening for you with those. Yeah. Anything Anything um, you want to announce besides that right now? Uh, I mean... Anything might happen, really. Yeah. <laughs> and it does. And uh, you're, uh, I'm glad your arms aren't broken anymore. That's the main thing. Um, but, yes. Uh, but phenomenal, is, phenomenal yeah. drummer and uh, just a wonderful actress and your improv as well. Um, Maddie, Thank you do any improv at all? Uh, me for improv? Yeah. Oh, uh, well, uh not very much, but I do uh, do improv competitions for dance okay. <laughs> at some competitions. So there you go. It's just kind of <laughs> thinking outside the box and making it up and uh, and and voila. And and again, you've won multiple awards uh, for your dance. That's great. 
I mean, that's that's really rewarding. Thank it makes you. it makes those forty hour week, forty hour practice weeks worth it. Yes. You know? And uh, I know you just took vacation, by the way. You went to Punta Cana, I understand. How was that? It was very nice. There is no snow, which is very nice. It was nice. <laughs> yeah, well, lots of snow <laughs> in Canada. And I celebrated my birthday there, so which was happy really birthday. Fun. You're now fifteen. Yes, that's right. All right. Well, happy birthday, and um, welcome back to Canada. <laughs> And hopefully no snow there right now. Uh, a little bit. Just really? A bit. Not still? Not much, but there's still a bit. <laughs> How far are you from Toronto? Uh, you can see probably um, maybe an hour and a bit. Oh, okay. Not so too far, so but far enough. Okay. It snows in Toronto. It's going to snow there, too. So I mm-hmm. totally get that. You are amazing. Do you have a website? Uh, I have my IMDB. Okay, so you're on IMDB. And you're on Instagram. Where do they find you on Instagram? Um, uh, all lowercase Madison Bridges official. And you're on Twitter as well. I know that. Yeah. So we can find you there. And we'll look for you on Big Top Academy because that's still a thing that's still going on. It is on TVO Kids. And you Alrighty. can also find it on their YouTube channel and their website. Very cool. And don't forget, folks, awesome. check out um, Flatliners. And Love, Love You Like Christmas is also airing all over the place as well, too. Very, very cool. Maddie, thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you for having me. It's been really cool. Will you come back and join us again sometime? Of course I would. It's awesome. I mean, because you are are a a phenomenal actress, a phenomenal singer, which I just discovered tonight. It's just, wow. It's just really good. And uh, again, an epic dancer. There is beauty and grace in what you do, both on Big Top Academy as well as your dancing everywhere else you're doing. So uh, very, very cool. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes, thank and I you. Appreciate it. And Simone, another show in the can. Great co-hosting. Thank you. And again, like I said, you are, you're part of the club now. So if you ever want to have a guest on, you just uh, buzz me up and we'll set it up, okay? Of course, yes. All right. Don't forget, okay. folks, to like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. All of our podcasts are on the website as well as Apple Podcasts. So check those out. A lot of great shows coming up. And some are just around the corner. And I've got things planned I just can't talk about right now. But it's going to be amazing. So again, like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. This is Conversations Radio. So long. (laughs) 